you are, your parents proud of you. I am Matt Schufreiter, and that is... LJ Bullen. It's nice to see you all. And today we have a very special guest, all the way from Australia, Simon Price, uh, one of the current members of the Wiggles. Simon, how are you? Good, Matt, LJ. I'm great. How are you guys? We're doing, we're doing pretty good. We just discussed that we are uh, exact opposite time zones, so we're, we've wished you a good morning, and, and we're heading into our evening. <laughs> yeah, that's right, yeah, exactly, but yeah, it's lovely to see you guys, it's nice, uh, with, you know, with what's going on in the world, that we can still um, reach out and keep in touch, isn't it? Exactly, right. kind of makes it more special, like heartfelt, I don't know, I'm always just kind of craving that kind of connection these days. Yeah, absolutely, I mean, we've been the same, you know, we're in lockdown here in Sydney at the moment again, and so that kind of messes up our touring and our filming and... It's nice that we can still sort of connect with people around the world, even if we can't be there in person. So it's lovely to see you guys. Thanks. And are you doing any wiggle stuff right now, even with the lockdown? Are you doing digital wiggles? (laughs) That's right. The fingers still still keep moving regardless of where. (laughs) That's it. (laughs) Um, We were meant to be on tour at the moment, but that's been postponed. Uh, Yeah, we we are. We're doing a few little filming bits and pieces that we can. Um, and just kind of keeping things ticking over. It's all a bit unknown. We're in lockdown from here for another, at least another month, I think, to then slowly things open up again. So look, we're just doing what we can. We do a lot of, yeah, a lot of, lot of virtual digital wiggles, you know, little virtual concerts. Have the, uh, have the wiggles done any quarantine related material to sort of talk to the kiddos about what's going on? Yeah, last year when all this ha- happened, we did a song about social distancing. Mm. So explaining social distancing to children, and we did song about hand washing and all that hygiene, all those kind of things, just trying to help children understand the importance of distance and hygiene. But uh, I have yeah, a couple so of adults. Could, I think I should send those songs. Yeah, I was to say. We could do the same thing here. I think. <laughs> <laughs> and you also just had a baby. So how's parent life doing even with lockdown? Look, you know, it's actually been amazing. Ash is a bit over six months now, and, you know, normally we're on the road sort of eight, nine months a year touring. And so as awful as COVID is, it's actually allowed uh, us to be home together, my wife Lauren and Ash. So we've actually had this incredible time. Earlier in the year, we toured New Zealand, and we toured Australia when things opened up again. So we all toured together as a family. Oh, wow. Oh, that's so great. Yeah, it was so lovely. It was so great. But it, it's actually, yeah, it's been a really, really nice time for, a, for our family just to be together and experience it together, not being away from home and on the road and doing all that stuff. But actually, as awful as things can be, it's actually quite a blessing at the moment. Yeah, you got to find that silver lining, say. right? Yeah, and everything absolutely. happens so fast when they're that young. You know, you're gone for a week and you're like, ah, you changed again. <laughs> I, I know. He woke up this morning at like 5, 5 a.m. And we looked at him and thought, I, I think you're bigger again just overnight. Like, what happened? <laughs> just waking up and all of a sudden you're... <laughs> you're not my son! Right? That's awesome. Well, I am a little curious about young Simon. So when you were a child, your grandparents were also opera singers. And that's kind of like helped you like want to kind of do more with singing. Um, but also, what were you like as a child? Yeah, I was very shy. I was really shy and sort of introvert and I, I love sport and I, and I, and I love singing but I, I kind of just particularly the singing and the acting side of things I kept that very quiet because that was just a little secret I had that yeah. I was kind of passionate about but I was too nervous to let anyone know because you know how ridiculous because I was such a shy sort of timid little child and I just I just loved getting out and running around and playing sport and all, all kinds of sport but I always had that little 
burning desire to perform, but was just not brave enough to let, let anyone know. <laughs> Did you go and watch your grandparents perform? They, they'd retired from singing um, by the time I was, I was born, but um, uh, little bits, you know, they do little concerts here and there, but, but, you know, the main stage stuff, they retired from that, but they were both beautiful singers, amazing singers and very well respected here in Australia. Wow. And did your parents do anything with singing or even anything with the arts? N- nothing at all. I, I think I, I think it missed the generation. <laughs> <laughs> Just quietly. <laughs> but, um, yeah, no, they didn't at all, but they've, they've always been very encouraging to me. All, I've got a brother and a sister as well, just to do whatever we wanted to do. So, you know, I got brave enough at some point when I left school. I did uh, sports science at university and then said, you know what, I want to be an actor. So I went to study drama school. I kind of got the courage to say, and I went, great, go for life. Right. We're happy, you know. So I had to ask that. For nothing. Yeah, I had to ask that because my dad t- taught gym, and then my mom did insurance. So when I said, hey, guys, I kind of like the arts, my dad dropped his basketball, and my mom dropped the calculator. So she was a little confused of like, what do you, what is this, you know? Yeah, yeah. What, are you our son? Who are you? Yeah, wait, you changed from last week. Are you really our son, too? <laughs> <laughs> so, so you did theater. You were in Cats. You were in the Phantom of the Opera. Was, were, you, were you starting to become less shy, or were you still like that introverted person from when you were as a kid? Yeah, look, I kind of was, but, I, I, you know, and I'm, I'm not actually someone who loves the limelight or loves anything like that at all. I just, um, and it wasn't even, a, you know, people say they get that buzz from performing. It, it, it was just something I found it was innate in who I was. I just wanted to do it. And it wasn't about um, accolades. It wasn't about the buzz. It was just actually who I am. And so I just kind of um, went down the road and sort of started pursuing it and uh, somehow it worked, <laughs> you know, because you, you don't know, do you? You know, when you're kind of jumping off the cliff with these kind of things, you don't know what's going to happen, but I've been very fortunate. I've done different roles, you know, through the world. I've done all kinds of things. So I've been really, really lucky. But for me, it's always just been about the work and just, um, you know, um, trying to entertain people and make people happy. Mm-hmm. Is on-stage Simon different from off-stage Simon? Or is it just sort of... That allows you sort yeah. of to be more of who you are. Yeah, well, it's interesting, isn't it? I mean, the Wiggles, the beauty of the Wiggles, which is pretty rare, is that we are ourselves. So mm. I'm Simon and I'm Simon Wiggle and, you know, Lockie, Anthony, and I, And so we are just an extension of ourselves. So the skills that I have, I bring to being a Wiggle. I'm not trying to be anybody else. You know, with the original Wiggles, I'm not trying to be Murray. I'm not trying to... So I, I think that's pretty... It's actually quite a hard thing to do initially, is to just be yourself. Mm-hmm. And to be relaxed and comfortable in your own skin, not playing another role, not hiding behind another character, not kind of, and actually just being yourself. But so it is actually really refreshing. So, but we are just extensions of ourselves. I don't walk around with it, you know, <laughs> going to the shop, you know. <laughs> but so we are just extensions of ourselves. We really do. We are. You know, it is us. Who, who you see with the wiggles is, is is us. Is there an audience you prefer more, children or grown-ups? You know, I, I love children because the response is immediate. There's no, there's no politeness. There's no manners. There's no understanding. There's <laughs> you know, there's none of it. There's just if, if you're engaging with them, you know instantly if you're engaging with them, and if you're not, you know instantly as well. There's none of that sort of politeness and understanding the rules of being an audience member. So, you know, the, I, I think when we do a wiggle show, we get actually got the best seat in the house because we're on stage watching the children or watching the parents 
watch their children, watch us. So you, you kind of see the show through a very different lens, and it's actually really, it's a really special moment. Do you have a favourite place you've travelled with the Wiggles? Any sort of, you know, special moments that stand out? Yeah, I mean, look, we as an Australian and, and growing as an actor and going through, you never expect to be able to tour the US or tour Canada or, you know, there are more Aussies now coming over to America and doing stuff, but, you know, really the, the, the ability to be able to, you know, drive ourselves across America is pretty amazing, which we did a few years ago when we toured. We normally, we had tour buses and things for quite a while and we thought, you know what, let's change it. Let's actually drive ourselves. Wow. So we had hire cars and we literally drive across. America, that's so, amazing. That's so old school. Yeah, so you know, it's it's a really it's it's you never get a chance to do that ever in your life, really. So I think those moments, there's nothing in particular really jumps out, but the fact that as an Aussie, you can get over the states and see all of America and experience it all, and Canada and you know the UK, all those incredible locations. And we we do we just drive ourselves now because we loved it so much. <laughs> Oh man, I want to like, really I want to like make that into a movie now, like the Wiggles road trip, like yeah, ah the tour bus little, and we're waiting and ah we'll just drive ourselves. Yeah. After three shows in a day, sometimes you think, was this a good idea? <laughs> <laughs> I, I would think so. Like I, you know, I've been on stage with you for like the entire day. I think we need our own little time off, you know. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's right. I mean, it, it's uh, it is it, 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 nice to be able to. Just drive yourself, have a bit of freedom, a bit of flexibility, and you know. But so we do that around Australia as well. We do it everywhere now, so it works quite well. And we're all over the place, but I'm kind of curious. Like, how did you get started with the Wiggles? Because you started with the late early 2000s. You know, was in like an audition for it. Were you wanted to even be part of the Wiggles, or did it, did they reach out to you? Yeah, so I went to so Anthony's brother John, who wrote a lot of the early the hot potatoes and. All, a lot of the, the, the big hits. He's a songwriter and musician and singer. And he, I went to drama school with his wife, wow. Jackie. So I met Anthony when the Wiggles first started back in the early 90s. Okay, so it's kind of all in the family for you. Yeah, so, but, you know, and, and I then um, was called into a lot of backing vocals for them over the time. I'd go into the studio and I'd just do some backing vocals, but I really had no idea what they did. I had no idea they'd do it so much. Had no idea they were so massive in America. Had no idea, you know, what they really did, except they came in and did, you know, got booked for a job every now and then, saying, right. saying half potato, half potato, you know. <laughs> so <laughs> so I, I met them early on, but then I was doing Phantom in Brisbane, in Australia, and Anthony rang me and said, we're doing a new TV show called The Kingdom of Paramythic. Would you be interested in playing King John? And I... Hadn't been around the Wiggles for a while. I've, I've been doing Phantom and all sorts of things. I said, yeah, yeah, sure. You know, I'm back in Sydney on the week, over the weekend, so let's catch up. And so from there, I then got more involved. I, I filmed this new TV series. Then I ended up going on the road with the original Wiggles. They did a circus show, and I was playing Ringo the Ringmaster. And, and then the original guys said, they were, you know, about a year later, said they were thinking of retiring, but I'd be interested in, in um, taking over. So it was really kind of a not expected at all. I was just, you know, booking jobs and doing what I was doing, and then it just kind of evolved from there. And is it true, besides the reasons that you're talented and stuff, but the other reason you got it was because you and Murray were the same height and you fed <laughs> into the si- same skivvy? <laughs> I always joke about that. We're exactly the same size, so, you know, <laughs> don't need to make any new costumes. Here you go. I mean, you know, we're not saying it's the reason, but, like, but it like, doesn't hurt. No. <laughs> That's right. I know, exactly, exactly. 
I think I, I think only recently I just sort of got my own skivvies a couple of years ago. Oh, oh shirts. <laughs> skivvy shirts, it, it, it doesn't matter here. Yeah, I, I think your skivvies for you, like underwear? Yeah. Uh, down to your skivvies, I think depending on where you are, it could, it could mean down to your underwear, it could mean down to less than your underwear. Yeah, okay, we'll say shirts. Yeah, we'll say shirts. <laughs> When the wiggles are off stage, we'll we'll talk about that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. Uh, that's, that's wiggles late night. No, <laughs> <laughs> I'm curious. So, uh, you were part of this member of the Manzillas. Oh yeah, right. Okay. What is what is that? Just like a Wiggles backup vocal band, or what is that? I'm curious. Yeah, that, so that was uh, back in the day. That was the Wiggles, the, the original Wiggles. Uh, the backing vocal group was called the Manzillas. And so that was, that's where that came from. And a very kind of uh, Elvis Presley inspired. I can't remember what Elvis' back group was called. And, uh, I can't remember now, but it was along, Anthony's a massive Elvis fan. Yeah. And so it was along the lines of, um, other Manzillas were along the lines of whatever Elvis' backing group was. And I can't remember their name now, but yeah, that's the backing group. Because when I looked up, like, who was there, like, it's pretty much just you guys now. Like, Sam, when he was still with the Wiggles, he was part of it. Uh, Paul, who's Captain Metasaur, as you can tell, I did too much research and haven't left my house <laughs> in two weeks. Uh, um, but like, that, I didn't know, like, even that back then, you guys had like a backup band. How did do you know how that started? Yeah, well, see, the original Wiggles uh, were doing early childhood at university. That's how they started, right? And so, um, as a university kind of uh, project, they decided to start writing some children's music, and it and it just blew up. They, their first album, they released an album, I think the first, you know, it was like their VHS video sold 250,000 copies. Oh, um, wow. Then, you know, so it was just and, and boom like that. It, it just kind of happened and, and you know, uh, Greg, of course, is a great singer and they can all sing, but they never felt they were accomplished enough to be singing all the backing vocals and doing everything. So the idea of the Manzillas was to aid in the backing vocals and the sound and everything along with them singing along with Greg just to kind of uh, beat up the sound a bit, have a, have a, a certain style and a certain feel. Right. And I, I have another trivia question. Is it true that you were Santa in the song Go, Santa, Go? Oh, you know what? I might have. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> you should have heard how excited yeah. he was about this before we started. He was like, I think. You, you know, I, I, yeah, I did do Santa. But I must have. Yeah, I, I remember. Yeah, I filmed this Santa Claus. That must be me. That's okay, I'm just. Yeah, no recollection. Clearly, when, oh, okay. <laughs> clearly, when I get off after this, I'm gonna call my mom and be like, "I need every VHS tape of like any Wiggles in, in, copy we have, and I need to watch it." A.K. I'm gonna spend another two weeks in my house, and I'm he's, not gonna leave. He's gonna find it. He will find it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, let me know. <laughs> it's in there somewhere, but I'm a bit vague on that one. I mean, the Wiggles have done so many different like specials and things. Um, was there like any sort of like you know specialty? like, movie or project that, like, stands out to you as your favorite? Well, I mean, I think uh, with the original Wiggles, they had the Wiggles movie, which was massive. That was a huge thing they did. Um, maybe that was late 90s. That was that was huge. But we, um, you know, we've been fortunate enough to have lots of sort of different special guests, like Lou Diamond Phillips, who's done who's Rock and Roll Preschool with him. And, you know, we kind of get a chance to meet all these great sort of other, you know, actors and performers and stuff, and they come up on stage with us sometimes, or we film with them, or record with them if we can. So, you know, that's uh, that's actually really lovely to be able to open up that world to kind of different people and bring different people in. Is, is, is been really nice. 
I feel like you guys probably get to see a little bit of a different side to some of those people, too. Was there anybody who surprised you that, like, you, you weren't expecting them to be, you know, so sweet or cuddly or whatever? I don't know. Well, I feel uh, like yeah. they let their guard down a little bit because it's it's for kids. Yeah, well, I mean, I think that's the thing. I think everybody who we've worked with over the years, even there was a, a Jamal Adin is this, he's in um, Detroit and is this um, unbelievable bass player. He's a really cool dude, you know, and here, here he is. We brought him out from us to Australia and playing, you know, playing, playing bass guitar with us on stage and he's kind of this really cool jazz guitarist and here he is up on the wiggles playing bass for Hot Potato, you know. So, but it, it, it does, it, I think because it is for children and because um, we are just ourselves, it, it kind of breaks down all those barriers and think we just be themselves. And you, you see the joy that children get from what we do. You can't help but soften, sort of, you know, just love, love performing for them and, and, and love um, seeing how much they love it. And uh, were you involved with the Steve Irwin special? Did you have did No, you I wasn't. Oh. Uh, yeah, 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 that's right. No, I wasn't involved in that one. But yeah, what an amazing guy Steve Irwin was. He was, he was massive in the States, wasn't he? Yeah. Oh, my God. Like, mm. that was my childhood. Just, like, growing up, watching him and, like, wanting to be like them and, like, their family and watching yeah, Bindi grow up. And, oh, man. I know, he's so grown up now. Bindi was on, was that Dancing with the Stars? Yeah, she did really good, yeah. too. Mm, yeah. I know, Anthony and Steve Irwin were very close. Anthony, was, you know, was MC at his funeral and everything. So they were very close. Mm. Which was just meeting through that connection of the Wiggles and everything, but um, yeah, I never had the uh, chance, unfortunately, to meet Steve Irwin. But uh, he sounded like an incredible. Maybe you guy. guys should uh, should get Bindi back on there now that she's got a little babe of her own. Yeah, Bindi sure. and Baby know. does the Wiggles. Yeah, we gotta wait in now. <laughs> Why not? Well, speaking of Baby, so the Wiggles have made these two albums, which I'm kind of curious about: Cal- Calm and Quiet and Sweet Dreams. Uh, these are soothing and white noises sounds. Like, how did this even start? Yeah, well, this is, I mean, it's totally different. We're normally where we're trying to get children up and dancing and playing and, you know, all kinds of things. And, uh, and, and uh, you know, starting uh, a Wiggles age is probably about from the age of 18 months to two years of age through to about six years, I guess, five or six. Um, but from having a little baby, I started researching um, before Asher was born. Um, you know, the effect of music on children, even inside the womb and, and mm-hmm. when they're born and all kinds of things. And, you know, of course, I knew of white noise and white noise for, you know, adults or children kind of love white noise. It helps them sleep and everything. But then I started finding out and learning about this, what's known as a sleep association aid. <laughs> and it all gets very technical, but it actually, you know, you use music in a way to help children go back to sleep. So when they come out of their sleep cycle, they have an association with a certain piece of music they hear that piece of music and it means sleep to them and they can put themselves back into the sleep cycle. So baby, when it's born, doesn't have the ability to put themselves back through sleep cycles. Mm-hmm. And so it relies on whether the parent picks them up and rocks them or feeds them or pats them or shushes them. Or you can use things like music to kind of help um, put a child back to sleep. So it really came from uh, my research in wanting to understand, firstly, when... Uh, Laura, my wife, was in the third trimester if our little boy could hear anything inside mm. the womb, musically or anything. And then just kind of, you know, researching and muddling around, and I kind of, kind of came across all this information. So we, we've, we've, yeah, the two albums, Calm and Quiet is basically uh, there to help relax 
for a child, you get them in ready for bedtime, whenever sleep time, it, it kind of is very calming, very relaxing. And then the white noise is there, which you then play on loops through the night. And mm-hmm. so over time, if you do it regularly and over time, they'll form that association to sleep through that music and they'll be able to put themselves back to sleep through each sleep cycle, which means you won't have to get out of bed yourself and pat them and push them and feed them. And that is... Out. So it's really... That is fantastic. I just spent a week with my sister and my new four-month-old nephew. Or not four-month, four-week-old nephew. And, um, yeah, that would be a godsend. (laughs) Yeah. And and it's like the white noise is known, you know. It's kind of a frequency that kind of blocks out other sounds and things. But there's there's, it's a a bit, you know, kind of scientific, but there's a frequency called 432 hertz, Hmm. which is if A on the piano is 440, which is the blow on A, and that's known as the sleep frequency. And a lot of meditation CDs or music you hear has that one note through the whole thing. Mm. And that drone is kind of known as the sleep frequency. So we've got this combination of white noise and sleep frequency. Through it is this kind of heartbeat, which replicates the heartbeat in the womb. And all these kind of little elements. And we didn't just want to do a white noise album because, you know, we are musicians. So we want to be a bit more interesting. So we have musical, little musical melodies through it, little motifs and things just to you know, make it a bit more interesting for us, but it's, so it's not just literally putting out a, you know. Um, <laughs> Play that at a wiggle show and see what happens. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's right. I just stand there for now. <laughs> I'm, I'm curious. So, you know, you did the scientific research. You know, Anthea has mentioned that, like, we, they taught on listen and repeat. You know, do you, is there a research team with the Wiggles, or do you guys sort of do the research yourself? Yeah, a little, little bit of everything. I mean, um, with the Anthony and the original guys being early childhood trained, you know, teachers, um, they, we still go back to a professor called Kath Warren, mm-hmm. and she, she kind of advises the things if we're unsure of things, um, is that the message we're trying to get across or the best way to say something for a child if we're unsure. But, I mean, really, we, we're guided by Anthony with a lot of that because he's so experienced. He's been doing it for, you know, as a trained teacher and then over 30 years. So it comes very naturally to him, and we, we kind of have been learning as we go. But, uh, you know, I remember earlier on he said, you know, you don't you, you tell a child, when we're in the audience, you don't tell a child to take a seat, because it's literal. They literally will take a seat. You tell them to sit down. So it's all that little bit of dialogue and language which you get to learn to, you know, a round of applause doesn't mean anything, but you give, you, give yourselves a clap means mm-hmm. something, you know. Like, it, it's that kind of language which comes very naturally to Anthony, and we've had to learn as we go. Wow. We learned how to speak kid. Yeah, well, that's right. <laughs> and, and, you know, we, we, we really stay away from the talking down to children or talking, you know, in those kind of voices that you can easily do when you're talking to a child. We're just very honest and talk very normally and naturally with them, and, and that's kind of a gives a quite an honest response from them as well. Well, I think that speaks to why you are so massively successful. I think kids respond to that. Yeah, well, that's right. I mean, that's been the, the foundation of the Wiggles since day one, was their early childhood background and understanding the development of children in those early years. And we've kind of, that's always been there. That's always the foundation. It's always been what we go back to and, and I think why 30 years later the Wiggles are still as strong as ever. Right. I think it's really special that you guys are still finding new ways to engage and like you having a kid led to this new album and working with kids even younger than you were working with before and it just seems like yeah. education and like creativity is something that's really fostered in that group and that you know if you have an idea they're like cool 
go for it. Yeah, that, that's right. I mean, I just came and said, what about some help, help baby sleep, which is more of a tool for the parents and for the child, you know, for the baby. Yeah, okay, let's give it a go. What do you think? You know? So we just kind of, and, and we, we have the luxury of having our, our own recording studio and things, so we can play around and we can try things out. And we, you know, and I'd come back with little snippets of the music and play it to Asher and see if he calmed, see what, what sort of response there was. What was funny though was Al, our um, audio engineer, trying to mix these out. <laughs> oh. So you'd, you'd, you'd go in there and it's not like, you know. <laughs> uh, have fun. Guys falling out of his head. I've had to drink a lot of Red Bull. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's great. Well, we do have time, and we're going to do this game. Yes. We do, yes, we're going to do this game. It's called Time for Two. Two minutes on the clock, a series of random icebreaker questions. There is no right, there is no wrong. We are just curious to see uh, what your opinion is. And I'm here for okay. the absurd answers. Okay. <laughs> All right. LJ is going to start us off. Here we go. In three, two, one, go. Uh, Beetles or stones? Uh, Stones. Fruit salad or hot potato? Fruit salad. Stub toe (laughs) or funny bone? Uh, Funny bone. Uh, AC or DC? Both. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Are microphones good or evil? Oh, they're good. <laughs> uh, favorite ABBA song? Oh, um, oh, uh, oh no, um, oh, I can't think. Oh no, you've got me. I can't think of one. Keep <laughs> going. <laughs> uh, dogs or cats? Uh, dogs. Do you hit the treadmill or hit the couch? Uh, treadmill. Uh, socks with sandals? Yes or no? No. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, how much Vegemite is too much Vegemite? You can never have too much Vegemite. All right, just check it. <laughs> uh, if you were weather, what kind would you be? Oh, very, very calm and quiet, like our new album. Hey! Uh, alligators or crocodiles? Well, we're crocodile people over here, yeah. Nope, nope, there you go. Uh, what's your favorite kind of junk food? Uh, ice cream. Oh, that's nice. Uh, how do you feel about pineapple on a pizza? Yeah, I, I love it. Ham pineapple, I, I do love it. Yeah, I do love it. I know it's controversial, but I do. Oh, man, me too. <laughs> uh, favorite record? Favorite record? Uh, well, I can say Come and Quiet by the Wiggles. But not hey! <laughs> yes! Uh, what chore do you absolutely hate doing? Chore? I hate cleaning the bathroom. I hate cleaning the bathroom. Just seems to be never ending. <laughs> <laughs> uh, taco or burrito? Uh, burrito. Uh, favorite kind of coffee? Uh, espresso. It's a short, short. Yeah. Yeah, and that's how we play time, time for two. There you go. Is that great? Now you know what to do with the kids. Oh, don't don't do this game with the kids. It's gonna <laughs> their their brains are gonna be very frozen after the first question. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> uh, well, Simon, we have our last question for you is: uh, Are your parents proud of you? Well, yes, they, I mean, yeah, they are. I don't think they've ever said it, but I know they are. You know, they're uh, we, they're in their 80, nearly eighty now, and they're. Um, but yeah, we have a lovely relationship and very, very fortunate. And I think this is, having Asher is the first grandchild. 
mm. in our whole family. No one else. My my dad's uh, siblings didn't have children. Oh, so I bet they're thrilled so, to pieces. Yeah, so it's really lovely. But yeah, they definitely they are they are proud. Absolutely. And plus, you probably made a bunch of parents proud for the fact that you can entertain their children. So. Well, that's right. I mean, that's you know. I think the same as you guys, all you want to do is kind of make people happy and give people a little bit of a break in their lives with a bit of positivity. And if we can do that, then we're on the right track, aren't we? Oh, man, ain't that the truth. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, Simon, we can't thank you enough for coming on. Uh, I can't wait to listen to these albums, even though I don't have any kids. But... I'm literally going to send them to my sister after we get off this interview. <laughs> yeah, and, and just persist with it. If you do it, repetition's key with it. It won't. You know, they'll relax straight away or sleep, but, you know, over time, they'll start to form that association, and it will help. Heck, maybe I'll sleep train myself. Yeah, we'll let you know. Yeah, yeah, have a listen to yourself. That's awesome. Thank you again, Simon. Thank you so much. Lovely to talk to you. Take care. You can listen to Calm Quiet, soothing sounds for relaxing babies, and sweet dreams, one noise sleep aid for baby, wherever you get your music. Our thanks to Simon Price for listening and coming on to our show. You can follow us on Instagram at Parents Proud Podcast. You can also email us at Parents Proud Podcast at gmail.com. Uh, next week, there will be no show. We're going to take a week off, give you some time to get a break from us, get a break from each other. No, just kidding, of course. Uh, we'll be back sometime in September uh, with new episodes of our show. For LJ Bowen, I am Matthew Schufreiter. We will see you next time. Bye.